SEO podcast, Unknown Secrets of Internet Marketing. My name is Chris Burris, owner of eWebStyle. I am Charles Lewis, so internet marketing specialist. Welcome back to another fun-filled edition of our podcast. This is podcast number, you can see it right behind 237. us. 237. 237, yes. As always, we have a tip from our previous podcast, and that tip is hidden right here. Having the three threes yeah. are... Uh, are important for converting visitors into leads and ultimately customers. What are the three threes the you three ask? Threes, three threes. USP, right? Three letters. Uh, what's the other one? CCP, three letters. And your CTA, unique selling proposition, your credit and... Um, um, Reliability and credit. No, uh, confidence. Confidence. Sorry about that. Confidence and credibility is what the word I was looking for. And of course, your call to action. You need those three threes on every page of content that you publish in order to increase your chances for getting conversions. Conversions are good, right? Conversions are awesome. They are awesome. Conversions are, are phenomenal. Just conversions sure. is the whole reason we do this. So uh, this is something really important. Please remember, we are your friendly local neighborhood top position snatchers. Yes. Where our mantra is. Don't be a douche. Do not be a douche. That is yeah. not a good look. If you're in a position right now, you can tweet and what you should tweet is hashtag SEO podcast. Uh, this, num- this is number 237. Be sure to tag us in it at best SEO podcast at eWebStyle. That way we can follow you back and do all of our social networking stuff. All right, you can get another one. Uh, so th- there's three things that you can do for us. They're really simple. One of them has three steps. The first one that has the three steps is go into iTunes, create an account, write a review. Uh, the next thing you could do for us is you could actually write a review on our G Plus page. Yes. There are, it's easy to get to our G Plus page only because we've made it easy. It's not that easy from Google's perspective because they have a lot of numbers <laughs> and all that stuff. All you need to do is go to e-webstyle.com slash G plus or slash g plus or slash google plus or slash google plus all of those will take you to our g plus local page where we would ask that you leave us a review put us in a circle give us a plus one make sure you give us a plus one because currently our page has 31 plus ones and 45 reviews i wonder what the overlap is it's probably all just plus ones and then 45 separate reviews that Probably doesn't so. plus one us. And there's one other thing that you can do. You can write us a review on Facebook. Uh, our Facebook page is facebook.com slash eWebStyle. And uh, all you need to do is go there. You'll see on the lower right-hand corner that, uh, well, no, lower right-hand corner. Somewhere. Off on the right <laughs> above the fold is a place with stars and you can actually add more stars. Now, uh, if you're ready, uh, now, one other thing that I'd like you to do, we are constantly looking for talented PHP and WordPress programmers. Uh, if you are one of those and are looking to work with uh, us, then you can call 713-510-7846. And remember, there are always a bunch of ways you can contact us. Yes. Facebook.com slash eWebStyle. YouTube.com slash eWebStyle. Twitter.com slash eWebStyle. And Instagram.com slash eWebStyle. All of those will get you to us somehow. And there's one other place you could write us a review, Stitcher. Yeah, so just go there, write us Stitcher. a review. We need a okay. couple more there. Yeah. Did we create eWebStyle.com slash Stitcher? I don't think we can. Oh. Yeah. So you kind of have to go to okay. Stitcher and search for the uh, SEO podcast on known secrets of internet marketing. Yeah, that kind of sucks. We have a referral program. You have an SEO customer. You send them to us. They pay their bill. We pay you. Uh, free website analysis. Go to our website, e-webstyle.com slash no nothing. 
just to make that clear, and uh, <laughs> fill out a form, and we'll get a website analysis over to you. And now for our segment, the segment we all love, the segment with the amazing, amazing graphical special, special effects thing I was, uh, yeah, thank no. you, because literally I had no word. <laughs> the algorithm cataclysm. <sighs> Yeah, that yeah, was good. That, that's almost Godzilla. Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> exactly. So, so big algorithm cat um, um, this week. So on May twentieth, Matt Cut sent it out, tweeted right. Um, Google is rolling out our Panda four point update. Four point Say that again. Four point That's huge. I had Chris say that twice because normally this is not like. 3.8, 3.9, or... 3.12961, exactly. 3.141917. Oh, that's pi. That's pi? Yeah. Okay, I was going to say, I heard that number sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's not that. He, they actually rolled to a whole new number. And so that's usually an indicator that it's a pretty huge one. Um, and so, um, pretty big. Uh, Marketing Land, they actually reported that this would, would affect 7.5% of searches. 7.5, wow. That's, that's bigger than the normal one point, blah, yeah, blah, blah, yeah. you know. Um, and it has. It was pretty big. Big brands were affected. Yeah. eBay, ooh, kicking the shin to you guys. Yeah. Those guys, so. Well, uh, Google just kicked you in the shin, <laughs> just make that clear. Yeah. We, I know, like eBay. Yeah, yeah I, I use think it, eBay you know? is a good thing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, most of their category pages. So if we did a search for like a product, right, you'd probably get Walmart, Target, you know, Amazon, and then you'd get two or three eBay subpage listings, category right. pages for those products. Yeah. Eh. Not anymore. Wow. They're gone. <laughs> you know, wow. and so, but I think that goes back to something we were saying recently about optimizing category pages. Yeah. If you have a page and you have multiple products on that page because it's a category page, that page still needs relevant content. It yep. needs some proper optimization done to it. Um, so so a 4.0 wouldn't affect you. Yeah, no. And because it's 4.0 and not like 3.1419, whatever, uh, it's, that means that it's affected both the indexing yeah. and the There's um, a refresh and, the and index. Yeah, exactly. so, yeah, cool. An actual algorithm cataclysm. That's actually the biggest one we've had in a while. Mm -hmm. All right, a little bit of news. Um, Google's working on a 3D tablet, so it's got two cameras on it, so it can take 3D images. It's kind of cool. It's uh, it'd be interesting to see how they're going to tie that in. Remember the recent acquisition of Oculus? Mm -hmm. Yeah, see what they're going to do with that. Could probably have some fun games, which I don't play. Google exactly. Yeah, I would literally. I would, I would love, love to. to. <laughs> that looks awesome. I Tell don't have sixteen hours yeah. <laughs> to learn how to get started. <laughs> um, Google has surpassed Apple as the most valuable brand. I don't know if you saw that in the news. I don't even know how they figure it out. And let the de debating begin. Yeah. Well, uh, Larry Page mentioned something to that. You know, he re he released that Google's annual letter from the exec right. sort of deal the other day. And so he, he, he kind of hinted towards that. So. Well, so one of the interesting things that is kind of quite easy to point out is uh, I don't think for any Google product, when it launches, there is a line of people sleeping on the sidewalk to get it ever. That's true. Right. Now, there may be billions of people affected by it. 4.0 mm -hmm. as an example, but no one's waiting in line to get affected by it. <laughs> Interesting concept. Right? So concept. that now then they're talking about the value of the brand versus the insanity behind the van brand or whatever, you know, whatever you want to call that. It's interesting. Sprint is paying a $7.5 million fine for do not call violations. That's kind of ironic. 
So when you get on the government do not call list, they call anyway. Yeah. 7.5. Because they're the ones who are making the sales calls. Oh, Sprint themselves. Yeah. Oh, come on. Sprint. Yeah, like you don't have the database. Actually, I think they had a database error, like somebody deleted it or something. They reported it to the FCC, but instead of stopping all calls, yeah, they, they didn't fix the problem. Which you can kind of imagine if you have a team of a thousand salespeople there and you're like, okay, we can't make calls until the database guy fixes the database, which will probably take two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. And it's, I thought this was really interesting because there's a lot of... Kicking the shins to use Sprint. <laughs> yeah. And I Don't like, so I use Sprint. Yeah. That's my provider. Yeah. Same here. Um, this is pretty cool that Google is actually offering the best route for Netflix. So, you know, Google is uh, doing their broadband, ser- mm-hmm. broadband service. It probably has a fancy name or something or a simple name that's not broadband. Um, There's fiber. Yeah, Google Google Fiber. Fiber. There you go. Mm -hmm. So Google Fiber is offered in some cities and you can petition to try and get it. Way faster than broadband. Way (laughs) faster than broadband. Absolutely. And their intent is to even allow like Netflix servers. So the opposite of Comcast charging extra to Netflix Mm -hmm. because Netflix is such a huge demand. And we spoke about this maybe five podcasts ago. The statistics are insane. In terms of bandwidth utilization, Netflix is the largest by like 10 factors or by a factor of 10 or more. So they're using a lot of bandwidth. So it kind of makes sense as a uh, as a provider Comcast to charge more because you guys are using all the bandwidth. Mm -hmm. Google has the opposite approach. They have a more customer-centric approach. I just want to provide the best possible service mm-hmm. to my customers. Netflix, yeah. if you'd like, you can, can actually have... host your servers at our knock. So now they're even closer to your customers mm-hmm. and they get even better experience using our service. Yeah. And in return, we'll likely just ask for AdSense. AdSense yeah, brand. we'll market the crap out of them. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they'll be ran, you know, in between shows. You yeah, have to see a video ad that I can control probably through AdWords, which kind of be awesome. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we got to that point. Samuel L. Jackson, in the middle of his uh, Pulp Fiction dialogue, says, "Make sure to tune in to the SEO podcast, Unknown Secrets of Internet Marketing," <laughs> and then back. Yeah, back to the podcast. <laughs> that would be kind of cool. All right, and finally, we have a, a, a review. So it was a close call. Yeah, yeah. This I, is, I saw you at the tattoo shop. Ready to go. It was fired up. It was buzzing. And then I was like, oh, we got a review. So this is uh, from Chris Churchill, his icon. You know you know who that is, Oh, right? that's the Beaker. Muppets, yeah. Beaker. Mm-hmm. I don't know what he's, but they can always understand him, though. <laughs> <laughs> I can't never understand him, but everybody else. Yeah, does. you understand him. Why are you going to do that to me? I didn't volunteer for this. You didn't ask me if I could do that. I didn't know you were going to do that. <laughs> that was my favorite character. I actually have like a pendant my wife bought me for because this is such a cool character. Anyway, this review is five stars. Yes. And that's big ups. Best SEO podcast on iTunes. I've been listening to Charles and Chris for nearly two years now. Two years? Man, so he... That's probably 5165. Wow. Uh, great to see their podcasts are nearly up to date on iTunes as well. Yeah, we're, we're narrowing we're in. There. Yeah, we're almost there. Very cool. So, punch in the face to Chris Churchill, yeah, the sure uh, Beaker. Got a couple other punches in the face as well. Yeah. I want to give a punch in the face to Renee. Renee uh, Grasgrouts, if I pronounced that right. Uh, she's um, on Twitter at iTeachBlogging. She says, I'm at Chuck and at E Style. Have a great day. Do some SEO magic. 
Yeah, we'll try. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, we'll definitely just try. Pirate. Arr. Yeah, I still think that's a, a pirate, not a pirate. That's a Google monster. The pirate. Okay. Just uh, let you know. So, one quick marketing news before we get to our meet. Seventy-eight uh, percent of local mobile searches result in offline purchases. Seventy-eight percent, which wow. makes sense. I yep. mean, if you're on a mobile device and you're looking for something local, that means likely in your immediate vicinity. Yeah, I'm like, if you find it, you will like seventy-eight percent of the time you're gonna go buy it. Yep, Taco Bell. That's exactly. Me. Like, if I'm looking up Taco Bell, it's because I'm on I'm my right. way to a Taco Bell. <laughs> exactly. So well, yeah, that's that may even be a little low, right? Well, I think well most you know I think. Maybe for specific niches, it changes. Any restaurants or something like that? Yeah. Of course, the, probably up. 100%. Yeah. Right? Or d- damn close. Or like, I changed my mind because I saw a Jack in the Box and they have cheaper tacos. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, you know, maybe if it's, a, it's a, a specific product, maybe you are price shopping. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was trying the other day, I was trying to find a webcam that was compatible with my Mac. Okay, yeah. Man, that was the most difficult search I ever it, did. It seems like that should be easy. Radio Shack, Best Buy, and, and, and I went, and, yeah. Oh, no, it's because it has to be FireWire, right? US, wow. And so, it went, and the, 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 the other equally frustrating thing about it was that they both had the same products. And so, as soon as I got to Best Buy, I was like, oh. Yeah, I that, read I, I already saw, I've seen these already, and they're not Mac compatible. And wow. then with the third equally frustrating deal was the rep who I finally decided to talk to just because I made that trip and I'm going to talk to somebody and not go off my own intellect. was like, oh, yeah, we have some for Mac and brought me right back to the same exact section and then mm-hmm. surveyed them and began doing everything I had done oh, at Radio Shack. Painful. <laughs> and I just watched them. It's like, nope, nope, <laughs> not that one. Nope. They're all USB. No, they're all just Windows. Oh. They're all just Windows. Do you, have Logitech? USB, do you have a USB? Yeah, yeah you do. Of course yeah. you do. I was thinking that you yeah, only no, have it wasn't, it wasn't really the FireWire issue. It was just... No software. No, no drivers. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So, yeah. Where did you, did you finally get one? Well, uh, uh, I saw one at Fry's online, and I'm debating on either ordering it or going to Fry's to go look at it. Yeah. So... Yeah, I'd go look at it. It's always fun to go to fries. Not for me, because I always spin. Oh. <laughs> and I always come out with something that I really don't need, yeah. but maybe kind of need. And <laughs> I don't need, but must have. Exactly. Yeah. And so. Cool. So maybe you'll have, uh, by, by after Memorial Day, you'll have uh, a camera yeah. for your Mac. Definitely. And so, uh, so we gonna get to the meat. Yeah, let's get to the meat of the podcast, man. So, so I got a pretty good article here, man. I got this one from Search Engine Land. This was published by uh, Arnie Kane or Quinn Q U E N N Arnie K. Punch in the face that or at Arnie K. That's a there we go. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but anyway, he posts this article: top tips for optimizing your content. Then um, colon nine experts weigh in. And so I thought this was, a, first off, just a pretty cool article. So it was more than just, you know, his perspective of, of the best ways to uh, optimize your content. He actually found nine experts in our industry and got their input. That's and awesome. He, yeah, pretty good. That's great, a great, great yeah. thought, great idea, great execution. The article was well put together, and uh, each one of the experts gave kind of a tip and a mistake. And okay. so uh, we'll go through that. So number one was a guy named Alan Blyce, or Blyce. Um, Alan... 
um, is a forensic SEO consultant. He specializes in site audits. Anyway, forensic SEO, SEO consultant. I want to be that when I grow up. Yeah, like we might be that already. <laughs> Does it say that on your card? <laughs> I'm add it to my bio. You can add it to the bio. I'm a forensic SEO ex- consultant. Yeah, I like that. That's cool. <laughs> sounds investigative. Yeah, it sounds more than just SEO expert. <laughs> It sounds like there's police work involved, <laughs> <I> right? <know. laughs> so anyway, Alan, Alan, Alan's tip is um everything you do for SEO needs to be held up against court. Pretty good, right? Court, Q U A R T. Oh, cool! I like that. Quality, uniqueness, authority, relevance, and trust. I like it. Thought that was awesome. Very cool. And I totally agree. And I think what that what he's really saying with court is is spend time and understand. Um, how your content is gonna affect your business, right? That, that's that's my take on court, right? You know, it, it must have quality, it must be relevant. People must be able to trust it. But when creating that content, make sure you understand that what you're producing, what you're creating, what you're about to publish. At the end of the day, how is that gonna affect your business? Is it gonna increase your ranking so people can convert more? Is it going to, uh, I don't know, increase uh, visibility for some of some other products or features you offer? What is that content going to do? And I think you gotta understand that. And, and court is a great way to figure that out. So, so punch in the face to Alan for that. One of his mistakes, he says, uh, some people become fixated on the individual signals like inbound links and keyword usage. Um, and, and I totally agree. Because this is not, you know, 2005 no. anymore. It's 2014. This is and not so, your grandfather's forensic SEO. Or <laughs> you have to, you have to focus on what the end user is looking for, right? So, so, so think about that when you're when you're creating this content. Second tip from a guy named Eric Inge. Eric is the CEO at Stone Temple Consulting, and uh, Eric's tip is uh, do some keyword research. Duh. Yeah. Like you, I mean, if you're gonna create content. You must, especially written content, well, frankly, any content these days, um, do some keyword research. Know what's out there and what people are, are really looking for. Right. And so um, um, he also says, um, and let good writers write it. <laughs> and, and I like that part. Like, a lot of times. How much know, emphasis was on the word good? Man, like. It should be, like, that bold, probably, like, italicized. Underlined. Double in a bigger font, font size. Yeah, yeah. Like, let good writers write it. Because yeah. a lot of times people write content. And, and maybe their concept is good. Maybe they've done the keyword research, but the writing sucks. Yeah. And so then they lose all, all, all interest and relevance in it because it wasn't written well. And so uh, I'll definitely co-sign that. And I'll say if you're not a good writer, then don't write it. Yeah. Give your research and your concepts and your ideas to a good writer right. <laughs> and allow them to write your content for Or you, you. might even want to do the rough draft of the document and just yeah. let somebody else do let it. Let somebody else finalize it and, and then you go back and proof it, if you will. Make but, sure uh, you're not asking people that you intimidate their opinion of your, <laughs> of your article. If you have superiority over them in some area or fashion mm-hmm. or employee, and you don't feel like they, if they've never ever told you you're wrong, you shouldn't be asking them if your content is good. <laughs> yeah, because they're gonna, they're gonna co-sign it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so that was Eric. He says do some keyword research. Number three. Uh, Did you get the, uh, get the mistake? Well, so his mistake, he says, many marketers really overthink what goes in each piece of content. Mm, um, I think it was, man, it was the I, reason, you know, some people do. I've seen content where it's way too convoluted. It's a whole, you know, a thousand scrolls down the page, 
and, and I could have got all of that information in two paragraphs, right? So some people do overthink it, but I think sometimes critical thinking is necessary for the sake of publishing a good article. Well, I think you look at you, you, this, this article we're looking at would probably fall into the category of potentially overthought, mm-hmm. right? I mean, you actually have five people thinking about it. Yep, nine. <laughs> nine. I'm sorry, nine, and it's awesome. So yep. I'm, I, you know, if if you were to give me a, I'd have to throw up a <laughs> in yeah. regards to that. Yeah. Number three was uh, Melissa Falk. Um, I like Melissa's por- portion. Uh, she went on to say, um, a critical part of your content strategy should be focusing on making sure each piece of content develops trust meets a need and creates urgency and um, that's I thought, a good one that's urgency great. is I mean, that in the first guys urgency urgency was not in the first guys. ah okay and so yeah. she says uh, so without trust you have nothing right yeah, yeah. and that's that's important yeah. uh, matter of fact I'll, I'll add to that you know readers have to trust what they're reading I yeah. need to know that what you're saying is correct I need to know that it's, it's, it's the latest and greatest information I need to trust it right she says uh, if you don't meet a need then you're not needed <laughs> Yeah, thank you. At the end of the day, you know, uh, I mean, we used to say this in my hood, you know, man, I can be broke by myself. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I can do bad by myself. I don't right? need it. useless information. I've got plenty of it. Exactly. Yeah. And lastly, she said, urgency doesn't allow customers to slip away. That's and, awesome. And especially, I'll add this tidbit, especially if you're providing a service. Like, let's say this is a service you're doing, you know, the AC repairs, what we tend to use all the time. Um it's hot right now. <laughs> and so you create a sense of urgency with that. And, and these people won't slip away. They'll, they'll eventually contact you. Yep. And so number four, um, I like uh, Rand. Shout out to Rand. Uh, Rand is the, the Wizard of Moss. The right. Wizard of Moz. Yeah, that's good, yeah, too. dig that. With his new beard and everything. Yeah, yeah. Punch and in the his, face his little, to little handlebar mustache. Um, uh, Rand's tip is simple. Survey your audience. And this is kind of along the lines of what Brad Sugars was talking about. Um, Survey your audience before you dedicate the time and the resources and the effort to create a specific piece of content. What do they want to hear? Exactly. Yeah, man. Figure out what they want to hear, how they want to absorb it, what's yeah. the best way to present it, right? Yeah. And then if you're in a position and lucky and blessed enough to get that sort of info back, then use it react <laughs> and create it. Yeah. the right content. And so, and I'll co-sign that. I say ask questions before you create and publish. Yeah. Sometimes you may not be able to get a small, you know, assembly of people and, and poll them one-on-one or in a group session. But maybe you can send out a few emails to a few select people in that industry and, and ask some questions and get some feedback before you, you know, dive into spending resources to create your content. Yeah. Um, so his Rand's mistake, he says, the number one mistake people make is... Um, he says, uh, until and unless you failed for years in a row and poured in effort again and again, you truly haven't invested in content. He's saying, don't give up. Like, content strategy and content marketing takes some time. And, and everything won't just go viral overnight. Yeah. Everything won't go viral in 30 days. It, it takes some time and, and repurposing content and creating new content and sharing and beta testing and everything else. And so don't give up on creating content. I wrote, it's going to take some time to get it right. Yeah. Right. At the end of the day, it's not going to be perfect the first time we do it. I mean, we're on 237. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, you and know. apparently we still have room for improvement. <laughs> exactly. And so, so it's not, it's not going to be perfect. Punch in the face to Rand. Uh, number five is a guy named AJ Khan, owner of a, a company called Blind Five-Year-Old. Interesting company name. Blind Five-Year-Old. Yeah. They, they, they focus on SEO marketing is. strategies for, uh, for startups. 
So SEO is easy enough that a blind five-year-old could do it. I, I, well, I, I like that they, they focus on for startups. Okay. And so yeah. as a startup business. You, you are a blind five-year-old. <laughs> exactly. Like, ah. yeah. Exactly. So I can dig that. Um, his tip is readability. Don't make your users work for your content. People don't generally read. They scan. Use a strong font, interesting subheads, use short paragraphs, break things up, make it easy to remember. That's good. That's, you know, AJ, talking about the aesthetics of it. Yeah, face, dude. Tooth. Like, that's an awesome tip. Yes. Uh, people don't read. People watch. Yeah. And I was sharing this with a client the other day, how people will watch a five-minute video before they read two paragraphs that will take ten seconds. Yep. Absolutely. To be sure. People, they will do it. Yeah. And so And then they'll scroll, especially on a mobile device. I'll watch, you know, uh, 30, 15-second Instagram videos. Yep. <laughs> right? Rather than read 30 tweets. Yep. It just happens to be that. And so so make your content readable. Making sure, uh, he says, break up into short paragraphs. Right? I think that kind of depends on, on what your content is. I just saw an article that talked about restructuring of, uh, of, a, of, of a separate article that they wrote and how the restructuring had increased readability, increased, mm-hmm. actually, they argued increased placement. Yeah, probably yeah. did. Because they probably got more time on site. They probably had more interactivity. It, it, user engagement increased. It clearly reads better. It's got H2s, H3s, mm-hmm. potentially. Yeah. And so. And, and, and lists. Yeah. And so and I think it really depends on the, on the type of content as well. Yeah. Right. If this is something dry, kind of scientific, you know, whatever uh, it is, then it just may be a long paragraph and ain't nothing you can do about it. Um, but at the same time, if this is something that's entertaining that a lot of people are going to be viewing, um, then, yeah, definitely how you present that content is important. Um, AJ's mistake was, um, he says, giving up too soon on the hard stuff. Yeah, like maybe you just having a struggle to create that perfect infographic or, you know, whatever it is that's giving you an issue. Our issue right now is is publishing our podcast in a fast enough time with the transcript and on YouTube on our website. Right. Yep. A lot of moving parts, and uh, and we've been dealing with this headache. Yep. <laughs> and um, and that's just because it's a lot of moving parts. But we, we won't stop. Eventually, we'll get to the point where today's Friday. We By broadcast. Monday, you'll be able to get to our site, and you can watch the video. You can watch. You can listen to the video. Listen to the video. Watch yep. the video. Listen to the audio, or read the transcript all in one place. And and that's what we're trying to get to, and we're almost there. Yep. Uh, so number six uh, Dr. Pete Myers a punch in the face to Pete I follow Pete on Twitter Pete is awesome at algorithm updates oh, like, okay. I get all my updates from Pete oh, okay, that's my good. source Dr. Right. Pete Myers Dr. Pete Myers is a marketing scientist <laughs> at Moss Oh, I like that. Um, yeah, marketing yeah. scientist. We might yeah. go re- revisit our titles. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we sound kind of dry compared and to the like... marketing scientist and the forensic SEO consultant. Yeah. But anyway, uh, Dr. Pete's uh, number one tip is um, uh, too many people don't put time and effort into their page titles. Put some effort in your page title. Um, he even gave a little expert tip here. He says uh, Google is showing fewer characters. The safe bet is about 55 by his research. And so, and and that's and that's correct. Yeah. Because what they did with some older algorithm update was they they increased the font size of the titles being shown in the SERP result, and doing so limited the amount of characters being shown. And so it used to be seventy five, then it was like sixty five. He now he's saying fifty five. And so what that means is you have to really spend some time, 
and figure out what those page titles are going to be. More importantly, focus on um, your top products and pages and, and link out from there. This is part of my mistake. He says, uh, don't, don't convolute your title. Right, too many people do too many keywords oh, and yeah. too much stuff yeah. and things like that, and so the title is not being read or it's being manipulated by Google because it doesn't fit. Right, and so don't do that. His mistake is people want every single page and variation indexed and hope that everything will rank, and this leads to dilution. He's talking about a huge site. If you got tons of pages on your site and you don't go through that process of trying to optimize every single page, every single title, every single this, every single that. Um, because you're trying to get all of those pages to rank and it's just not going to happen. Right. Uh, you're going to dilute all of your SEO efforts. You're going to dilute the links that come in. Instead, which is what I was saying, focus on your top pages and your top products and then and then link out from there right, right. to some of those other pages. I mean, because at the end of the day, uh, it's only probably 15 to 20% of your of your website's pages that generate all of your traffic anyway. And so so focus there. Um, number seven, guy named Matt uh, Satala. Matt is the president of Avalanche Media, an internet marketing company. Um, Matt's tip is uh, make sure all of your content is set up correctly to positively impact your Google authorship. Great tip, Matt. Yeah. You have to make sure that your first off that your authorship is even set up. Yeah. <laughs> right. Step one. <laughs> exactly. Set up authorship. Claim your Google Plus. You know, go in and, and add your picture and all of that. Link. Um, yeah. Exactly. Make sure you make sure your contributor links are in place. Um, and I'll add this on there. Be sure to post post your content in places where the authorship is even recognized. Right. Oh, make yeah. sure it can be indexed, and more importantly, be sure to tag yourself. Real equals author on those posts, on those images, on those things that you're linking to because um, you're the author. Yeah. And if you want to be recognized as the author, then you have to tag yourself. Yeah. If you want credit from Google, you've got to put in the code that tells Google you User wrote it. credit. Exactly. Yeah. Um, his mistake is uh, people posting visual content with no actual text. I love that oh. because people do it all the time. How many times you got in a great image? Great infographic, great video, yeah. right? And there's no supporting text. Yep. Bad. Super bad. And exactly. And so, so add, add, add a summary. Add a summary to whatever video you're publishing. Add a description to whatever image you're putting out there that briefly summarizes what this visual is about. Um, that way, people may be encouraged to read that first before they take the time to study infographic. Right. A well-done infographic. Take some time to get to oh, it. Yeah. You can looking at each section and arrows and yeah. content. You know, it, it, it's almost as long as watching a video. Yeah. And so, yeah, summarize it. Do me a favor. <laughs> Do me a favor and summarize the infographic. The good, the bad, the ugly. Definitely. So, punch in the face to Matt. Um, number eight, guy named David Wallace, CEO of a company called Search Rank. Heard of them. Yep. Um, David's tip is simple. Um, conduct keyword research. We went back to the okay, basics. Yeah. Um, and, and so, again, I'll say determine what keywords are being searched. Right. And, and then, like we said at the other tip, provide that content to the writer. The good writer. The good writer <laughs> to be incorporated. Uh, number nine, uh, lady named Monica Wright, audience engagement director. Audience engagement director. Wow. Yeah. At Search Engine Land. Punch in the face to Monica. Uh, her tip is um, content is meant to be experienced. <laughs> Whether its purpose is to entertain or to teach or to empathize. 
People experience content. I like that feeling. I want people to read my blog post or watch our podcast or read some content on our site and feel like they've went through something. Yeah, like yeah. they've learned something. Connected. They, yeah. yeah, exactly. So, so content experience is key. Uh, she even has a series of questions you can ask, right, when generating your content. How do I? What is? Where can I find? What's the best? Who is? Yeah. Think about those specific questions when when creating your content, and um, and that way you can you can. Now I'll say this: think about those questions when creating content, keeping in mind your product or your service, right? That you're writing about, yeah. Right, and so who is you know whatever your product is? Where can I find tacos? Right. right? Do you know? Keep those questions in mind when writing your content, because that way, the people who read that content, those are the questions that they have. Those questions can become answered. So just a real interesting note of the what eight, that was nine? Eight, eight, ninth contributor of the nine contributors, only one had had uh, bullet points. Yeah. And it was her. It the was last her, one. The last yeah. one. And so um, so that was pretty cool. So number 10. The, remember, the article said nine, but but we're going to change it to 11. I got two more for me. Yeah. Number 10 was from uh, Chris Burris, Yo. the owner of eWebStyle. And uh, he says... That keep sounds so boring. Uh, <laughs> I know, right? I don't even want to be the owner of eWebStyle. I want to be the forensic owner of eWebStyle. <laughs> <laughs> owner, scientist, forensicologist <laughs> of eWebStyle. Who, who wrote this article again? Uh, this article was written by uh, Arnie K. All right, Arnie, we got to kick you in the shins first yeah, for not, for not hollering know, at us. hollering at us and you know asking our opinion. Yeah, so number 10, Chris Burris, the forensic scientist, the yeah. owner of eWeb Audience gatherer. Yeah, he says uh, keyword research for the search and for the user. Yeah. Go in on that for a second. Well, so it's pretty clear that you want to have for the the for the search engine so that they show up there. But you want to make sure that when they land on that page, they're finding those keywords that they were looking for. Mm -hmm. So we often talk about, you know, in real estate, location, location, location. In internet marketing in general, keyword, keyword, keyword. In a particular landing page, continuity, continuity, mm -hmm. continuity. They search for this, they found this, and that is found prominently so they don't bounce. Definitely, so. definitely. And so number 11 will be me, Charles Lewis, marketing specialist. Yeah, Woo! Marketing special. That's better than just CEO. It feels like. No, I'm gonna go with marketing genius expert bar something or another. Marketing genius bar extraordinaire. Yeah, well, he said. <laughs> um, so I'll say create actionable content, right? So, so you want to create yeah. content that makes people do something. Yep. At the end of the day, if if people come to your site and and you you want them to subscribe to something or download something or, or order buy or whatever your action desired call to action is, then create content that supports that action. Yeah. Because you don't want people to come to your site and read it and leave. You want them to take that action, action. and yep. your content is what what encourages them. Content of you know graphics and video and slides and infographics and verbiage and all of that. Your content and that encourages people to take that action. So so punch in the face to uh, Adam K. Adam K. Arnie K. Arnie K. Uh, Any uh, kick in the shins? We got to keep that in there. Yeah, kick in the shins, man. Holla at us, man. Yeah. Uh, top tips for optimizing your content. Nine experts weigh in. Eleven experts 11 weigh in. Experts. Uh, Punch in the face to you guys. Uh, I'll post this article, and uh, you guys check it out. Excellent. Do we have any uh, any what? So I don't really have no what, but I have blank stare though. I need uh, to go okay. blank we can do, stare we can just do, for. We can do blank stare. All right. Yeah. 
Yeah, that was that was blank. blank. Yeah, oh, this blank stare. Goes, I haven't done that in a while. I know it's hard to get the blankness. Blank stare goes to Yahoo. So uh, Comscore released some results, and Yahoo has fallen to less than ten percent of search volume <laughs> from numbers that were higher. Yeah, <laughs> I mean they're officially single digits. Wow. I think that's called on the way out of the search business is really what that is. So then they're just a portal, which yeah. is easily replaced as a as Yeah, a I mean, unfortunately, as soon as Google comes up with the fantasy football. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're out of there. I'm, I, I'm like, out of there. Yeah. Like, that's the only reason I, I keep my Yahoo account right now. I'm waiting on football season to start. Right. Because so they have one of the best fantasy football. I don't like the NFL ones. I don't like ESPN's ones. They're just busy and hard to navigate, and their app sucks. The Yahoo does a great app, yeah. and their web, the web platform is pretty cool, too. But that's it. Yeah. So For you, at for least. Me. Yeah. yeah. And probably hundreds of thousands of people. So, <laughs> so Google should get right on that. And they can probably knock that out in a weekend. <laughs> or Yahoo should sell it. I mean. <laughs> yeah. All right, you guys have been tuning into the most popular. Before Google makes it. (laughs) Yeah, before they make it, yeah, because then you're screwed once Google makes it. You have been listening to the most popular internet marketing podcast on iTunes, in Stitcher, in the the known universe, Planet Galaxy, everything. Uh, Thank you guys for tuning in. It is because of of you. You guys make it happen. This has been podcast number three. At 237. 237. Broadcasted live in Houston at E-Webstyle at 5999 West 34th Street, Suite 106. Thank you guys for tuning in. Until the next podcast, my name's Chris Burris. I'm Charles Lewis. Bye-bye for now. Slightly raised up eyebrow, highbrow. Tamely, gamely, headed my way. Cool as mountain snow, girl, glow, Set me free